Hello, everyone. Welcome to Beyond Sunday at Bethlehem, a podcast created to go beyond the Sunday service experience at Bethlehem Church, exploring some of the deeper questions of our faith, offering additional content from behind the scenes from the cutting room floor. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Angela Buckland, and as always, I'm beyond excited to host today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Beyond Sunday. I am really excited and honored to have two of the coolest guests today here <laughs> on Beyond Sunday. And today we are we have Daniel Shadrach, our high school pastor. What's up? And his wife, Kelsey Shadrach, the student discipleship director. Yeah. Hello. Well, hey guys, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. It is an honor to have both we're of you here with us so today. Excited yeah, to, be to be here. Yeah. Awesome. So, first of all, tell the tell our listeners who you are and uh, kind of a little bit of backstory and how you got to Bethlehem. Yeah. Um, gosh. So Daniel and I met in Houston, Texas. Um, we were both working at a church there in Houston. Met, you know, through like single life things that they had there. Um, had mutual friends. It's kind of a long story, but I'm kind of trying yeah, to cut to we're it. Trying to cut it down. Um, it's a long and process. Then, yeah, and then we started dating summer of what 2018, 18. maybe. Yep. Um, got married that next year, and uh, Daniel's actually from Decula, Georgia, so he has a lot of. He knows a lot of people, a like lot of history, a here. lot of people. Yeah. Like <laughs> I knew that three, when we moved right here. Down the road. Yeah, and then I knew, like, oh, he knows a lot of people. And then we actually moved here, and I was, wow, he does know like a lot of people. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I guess our connection to Bethlehem. His dad works at BCA okay. as well as his sister. Um, so, yeah, it was we always just, kind of uh, with me being in Houston. It was always. Uh, I went to school at Liberty University, mm-hmm. uh, so I really haven't, <clears throat> excuse me, lived in Georgia for since I graduated high school in yeah. eleven, and uh, I moved to Liberty. Did was there for four years, then I moved straight to Houston, and so I guess right when I got into ministry uh, at Second Baptist in Houston, every phone call was, <laughs> "When are you coming back? When yeah. are you, you know, when are you?" Um, it was so destiny. They, yeah, family was always definitely um, wanting me home. If you, if uh, I mean to yeah. say, and uh, and that means they just, like you. They yeah. must like you, right? A little bit. Yeah. So, <laughs> and then uh, it was, um, just a kind of perfect timing of mm-hmm. we just kind of we had been married for two years, I guess, or going on two years, and we both kind of had this feeling that. You know, our time at second was coming to a close. There was no bad blood there. Yeah. There was sure. no like we're frustrated and it's time to None go. It that. was just like this little niche in our heart that was just kind of saying, you know, I think your time's coming to an end. We've been there for about um collect I mean, I'd I'd been there going on seven years, I guess, or oh, so. Wow. Um Kelsey had been going on five. Mm-hmm. Uh so we had seen that ministry in many different avenues and many different viewpoints. And, and I wouldn't trade it for the world of where I was trained up in ministry yeah. of that, to that size, to that, that staff, to yeah. that congregation. So you guys were the student pastors <clears throat> there as well, right? So yeah. I worked in student ministry. I worked with high school and middle school girls for the entire five years that I was there and loved every second of it. Yeah, Daniel worked 
he kind of went back and forth. Started in yeah. kids, worked in students for a year, maybe. Yeah. Two years. So I uh, I started as an intern at Second mm-hmm. with with kids. Then I did a two year stint with them as their fourth and fifth grade pastor at one of their campuses. And then I love I that did, age. Yeah, yeah, it's, a great age. yeah it's fun. It's fun. They're they're. Uh, I always said that you know they they put gray hairs on my head in the sense <laughs> that they, sure. they didn't think about add their years to, They didn't add years to my life. They took away. Uh, but <laughs> in a good way, though. Yeah, right? in, a, in a oh, in a very fun, fun way. But uh, so yeah, I did that for two years. Then for about a year and some change, I was the J High pastor mm. for a little bit, and then I moved back into a family pastor role with kids again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in my mind though, it's always been family ministry has always been something that I love and it didn't in one, <clears throat> you know, I was called to ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, that's what I felt like called to. And specifically, yes, I would say I was called to family ministry, uh, but that encompasses yeah, from right. students to babies. And so when this job came around or when we started talking about, would you want to go back to students? For me, it wasn't going back to students. It wasn't switching anything. I mean, you do switch your mindset of, you know, I'm not going to play baby shark for them on Sunday morning. (laughs) Like maybe I did for our, you know, younger kids as a fun video. But for me, it was always just ministry. It was, this wasn't a switch. This wasn't a going backwards or going forwards. This was, I was just changing my viewpoint of, who I was ministering to, but it was still the family. It was still the students with the parents. It was still kids with parents and things like that. Yeah, so, that's such a great perspective. Um, and I, that's really cool for our listeners to hear because you guys are new to the staff, but what you're bringing to the Bethlehem team is so awesome. And so that's such a great, uh, you guys bring a lot of value and a lot of um, just, uh, it's a really great addition to our team. So we appreciate yeah. that and your perspective on on kids and students and families and that it is all connected, mm-hmm. right? Oh. Absolutely. And we're excited and just to be uh, to be in a new state, to be in a new uh, culture, to be, new. I mean, yeah. everything, <laughs> yeah. everything's so new for things. sure. And so we're excited about bringing some of the ideas we have, the ideas that Bethlehem has mm-hmm. in, in creating um, a student ministry that is uh, one centered around God. Obviously, that's what that is what we're always going to keep the main thing, the main thing. Yeah. yeah. But just uh, where Bethlehem students are going to go, we're really excited about it. Yeah. So you kind of talked about this already, but um, how you first got involved in student ministry, you felt a call to that, right? Yeah. Talk a little bit about that. So I, uh, I'm a pastor's kid. I'm a PK. All My right. dad. Uh, I grew up. I grew up stacking chairs, unstacking <laughs> chairs, you know, tearing down things. Pipe and uh, drape. Always, yeah. Pipe and drape, <laughs> all, all You're those things. You're probably a things. pipe and drape master. Yeah, I'm, I'm right? pretty, yeah, I'm pretty, good at, uh, pretty good at those things. So I grew up doing that. Uh, never thought I would go into ministry, though, really. Really? Uh, I just never, I never thought I would follow in my dad's footsteps in that manner. Mm-hmm. Um, but <clears throat> I started going to a camp in Texas called Pine Cove. I went with my uncle and his family because I'm the baby of my family. Uh, and so my my brothers and sister, or my brother and sister are years older than me. And so I'd go to family camp with them. And for years, I just fell in love with family camp. I fell mm-hmm. in love with summer camp. And, and my dad was a really big advocate on that. I would say my first camp experience was with my dad when he was a youth pastor. Mm-hmm. I would just be my dad's shadow in that manner. Like yeah. as an eight-year-old, I would just 
cling to my dad and go wherever he went. And, um, and that's so sweet. <laughs> and, that's really uh, cool to hear, especially that you, you know, you grew up in church. You are the son of a pastor, and you had such a great experience yeah. with that, and it inspired you to be a pastor yeah. as well. Yeah, so it was that kind of, uh, it was looking back on it, it was all those camp experiences mm-hmm. I had, and then uh, it was actually June 3rd, 2010, and I, I know the date. I was sitting at Pine Cove, and someone asked me, <clears throat> a director had asked me, what do you think about family camp ministry? And in my mind, this is going to sound so silly, but in my mind, Camp was put on by like fairies in the manner of I know I know uh, hold on let it me just explain happened. it just happens like come May it's magic it yeah. just happens like nowhere in me for some reason until that moment did I think that like there was a full time staff yeah. who did this as a career who job. did this yeah. as a calling and that moment it clicked for me and it just I mean that's I won't say that I heard the voice of God in a sense but it was that time where. Uh, it, it was clear as day yeah. that family camp ministry, and that's why I go back to it's mm. the family that I've wanted to minister to. Yeah. Um, that I go back to, I go back to that. And June third, that's when I went home wow. and I told dad and I told mom, and we booked out a five year plan of liberty and biblical studies and mm-hmm. working at Pine Cove and everything like that. And and yeah, and that's when I the kind of flipped for me. See, my going into my senior year, that's it kind awesome. of flipped for yeah. me that I would do. I was going to go into ministry. Yeah. That's crazy. So you saw that and you were like, I want to do that. I want to be one of those, the camp yeah, families. That's what, that's what I was, that, <laughs> Just, the five-year yeah. plan, the, at the moment, at that time, the five-year plan ended with me hopefully being a camp director yeah. and, and, and working there. But God had other plans for me when I got to my senior year of college and you know, second opened its doors to me, and I fell in love with church ministry, and I fell in love with just doing family ministry yeah. even outside of camp and, mm-hmm. and how we can do that. So Awesome. Yeah, so, Kelsey, talk about um, what inspired you to work with middle school and high school girls? Is that kind of, that's your passion? Yes, absolutely. Um, I, I think I would really say just the next generation, mm. like whatever stage of life I'm in, the next generation and it that didn't really become a huge priority to me until college. Yeah. Um, and I was totally different story than Daniel, but a little the same in in that I had never planned on doing ministry. Right. Um so very brief backstory. Um, I didn't grow up in church or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, I experienced like worship or church how we do it for the first time when I was in high school. Yeah. And I think that age like when I experienced it for the first time is the reason I'm so passionate about high school and middle school girls, just Mm -hmm. because I know where I was when I was their age, Mm -hmm. just completely lost, which is not the case for all of them. Right. um, But it's just a pivotal age, especially, you know, 2021 stuff is getting crazy. Um, But so I experienced the Lord, got saved in high school, Mm -hmm. and it wasn't really until college when I found out what being a Christian is yeah. and what you do, how to do that, the relationship that you're supposed to have with the Lord. Um, and so I would say um, I really dove in in college. I mean, I volunteered mm-hmm. for absolutely everything. Mm-hmm. I was involved in absolutely everything. And they, there's a lot to that and a lot behind that. But that is where I was introduced to student ministry, kind of like Daniel was saying, like, yeah. I could do this, yeah. you know, not just be a part of it when I'm in high school, but I could— Mm-hmm. work here. You know, I could invest in these girls, you know, almost permanently right. as a job. And that 
was crazy to me. And I still, we still say it to each other, like that we get to do this, Yes, that we get to like invest in people's lives and see, like see it in their lives that they know God, like we know God. It's just still crazy to me. But um, I love it. That's a little bit my story. I mean, I've Honestly, I fell into student ministry. There was, in college, there was a need. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the students at the church I attended didn't have a student pastor at the time. And the college pastor asked college students to step in. And so I was one of five college students that was there every Wednesday, there every yeah. Sunday, just investing in those kids. Um, and that's, two of those, two of that from that group are now the college yeah. pastors at of that, that church. church. They yeah. stayed there, came on full-time staff, and, yeah. and they're still there. They're some of our And it really was, friends. I just, I look back at it and I think, man, there are so many things we did wrong. Like there are so many things. <laughs> the that, Lord uses us anyway. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. There are so many things that I would go back and change, yeah. you know, but born out of that, like learning how to do it at its like core all we wanted to do was introduce kids to Jesus. Yeah. Yes. And that's all that it really is about. And there's a bunch of things that you can do to make it fancy and all this other stuff. Right. But that was the core of it. And I think that's why in college I was like, man, mm. if I can do this with my entire life for the rest of my life, what like what else would I want to yeah. do? You know? And so the next generation for me, even Growing up, you know, having kids, eventually all these other things, that's going to be my priority. And I think Daniel, I mean, Bethlehem, really, that's the focus. Like yeah. like we say, to helping people take their next step or their first step, like that's what it's about. And yeah. so, yeah, I think I it started, it. yeah, that started for me in college and just kind of continued. Like I said, it was never my plan, mm-hmm. but— but it was God's plan. Yeah, exactly. Right? He just kept putting it in my lap. Yeah. And so. Well, I I love that. I see in, in both of you, you know, uh, Daniel has the the pastor's kid background and you have the, you know, coming to church later and mm-hmm. didn't grow up in church, which is similar to my story yeah. as well. So I relate to that. But just how God is using both of you to reach everyone and all of those kids, yeah. you know, that that kind of fall in that in that spectrum. So... I just, I love that. I love that you guys kind of have both perspectives brought together and are ministering together. So how cool. It's It's pretty special. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. it's definitely been fun. We've always, since we've been married, we've always done ministry together, but Mm -hmm. never done ministry together, if that makes sense. (laughs) As in, I've Together but separate, right? Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Uh, Because I was in kids, she was in students, but we worked, you know, her desk was what, 20 yards from mine or whatnot. And so we, we were always there, but reality was we were worlds apart in the Mm -hmm. manner of how we were going about doing ministry. And so now it's just, it's been, it's been really sweet, um, hard at times already, but really sweet of, uh, of getting to like have conversations in the car and getting to, and we know what the other's talking about. We understand what we need to do. Mm -hmm. I think our, our, our goal, our process is different and we've always known that, but our goal is the same mm-hmm. and our vision is the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's been, it's been, it's been a lot of fun awesome. to do it. So what would you say, and you guys kind of um, have already touched on this a little bit, but what would you say you are most passionate about in student ministry? What is like that thing that just drives you that you're most passionate about to do what you do? Yeah, I would say, I don't know, my absolute favorite thing in the past, I don't know how many years I've done ministry at this point, is the moments where you're sitting down for coffee with the high school girl 
or you're getting yogurt with a middle school mm-hmm. girl and you just get to talk with them. Yeah. You know, not just about their life or their family or school. They always have a lot to say about school. Yep. <laughs> um, but when it when the conversation turns and they're talking about their relationship with God or they're not yet relationship with God, you know, when that is like the focus of the conversation, because that's where it should be, right? And it's mm-hmm. kind of a weird balance for me because I I do think students, especially the profession, if you will, that we're in, Mm -hmm. they kind of expect us, you know, to bring up that conversation. Um, But when it happens naturally and they're the ones that want to talk about it, that's huge. Yeah. Because where they're at and the things that they're dealing with, you know, I didn't experience what like the difficulties of like even just social media until mm-hmm. I was in college, wow. you know. And now they're 11, 12 years old and they're seeing the world however they want to see it, whenever they want to see it. Like they just always have access to it. Yeah. Anyway, so when that conversation happens just naturally and they start, like they want that. Like they want a relationship with Jesus. They mm-hmm. want to know how to do that and to know how to further it. That's probably my favorite part about it. There yeah. are a lot of logistics that need to happen, like meetings are necessary, yeah. you know, events that, you know, necessary. But those little small moments, that's probably my favorite part. And really where it started for me, maybe that's why it's my favorite part, that it just happened naturally Yeah. at first. Um, yeah, I would say that's what I'm most passionate yeah. about. <laughs> yeah. I would agree with you for sure. That's that's definitely where I see a glow in you and I mean just a brightness in you is when you 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 get to have those conversations mm-hmm. and, and those times where you're you are just going to get ice cream or something and the reality is you're not talking about anything prevalent in the manner of they're talking about sports and school mm-hmm. and things, but then when it, it turns. Uh for me I think it's mm-hmm. It's going back to where I was called to. It's the aspect of the family. I was really blessed, uh, and I know, like, every day I, I, I really am thankful uh, looking back on it that because uh, I understand that I'm in the minority, I think, of um, of my parents are still together. Yeah, they're yeah. Still, they're, they have a wonderful marriage. They, I mean, I've learned to love, lead, and and, um, and be married through their example mm-hmm. and, uh, super blessed by that. And that's, you know, that has to do with, with why I love family ministry and why yeah. I love this aspect. And so for me, I think I'm most passionate about that connection of, of, and, um, I think we're going to touch on it maybe a little later, mm-hmm. but <laughs> that aspect of where church for these students doesn't end at this, at these walls, yeah. it doesn't end at, Wednesday night when it's over and they get in their car and they go home and and and, and it's dark and it's and it's maybe broken or whatnot. For me, I love when when whether it's through the student they can minister to their parents or they can minister to brother and sister or whatnot, or it's through the relationship I have, excuse me, with the student's parents in the manner of where I get to say. In such and such, man, you just got a great kid. I yeah. mean, this here's what's going oh, on in their cool. life. Yeah. Here's what's going, and they take it as not. A, a, and it's a time for me as a pastor, I think, where I get to reinsure and yeah. get to refresh yeah. parents of, hey, 
well done. Like you're mm-hmm. do, like, keep, I know, keep going. Yeah. I know that what they're going through is really tough right now. I know that y'all probably have had conversations that are really hard, but from what he's telling me, what she's telling Kelsey, what, you know, it, it's working, keep mm-hmm. going. And yeah. just b- to be able to, to be able to encourage a parent from, the point of view of what we see with our students, because the reality is our relationship with our students is, is different than their relationship with parents. They're going to, yes, they're going to maybe indulge us a little more when it comes to the hardships that they have. Right. Um, Do you think maybe because it's like they relate to you a little bit more? Yeah, I think it's that. And I think it's the relationship that we try to cultivate. It's it's what it's, it doesn't, that's very intentional. Yeah. As natural as we want it to be. Mm -hmm. No, we have meetings about how to do that. (laughs) We have trainings about how can we open the doors to, to an openness. And so when, yeah, I think it's that, it's that connection. It's the give and take of the parents and students. And, and, and when those just, click. Yeah. To me, that's just the coolest thing. I love being able to brag on kids. I love being able to, to encourage parents in that. Um, and, and in return, I encourage the students in the manner of, Hey, your mom and dad, they're for you. You know that, right? Like they love you. Like I've heard parents say before, you know, I'll say something to a student and they'll be like, Oh my gosh, I've never heard that. I've never thought of that before. Mm -hmm. And I turn around and mom's like, I told her that twice yeah, last yeah, week, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just hear it differently. Yes, but yeah. the reality is we're in front of them two hours on a Wednesday, two yes. hours on a Sunday, you know? And parents have them the rest of that time. Right. I mean, school's a factor, but they're hearing these things that are necessary, that are biblical from their parents. And one day they're going to remember yes, it coming yes. from mom or coming from dad, not coming from us. Yeah. Yeah. I same- love I just love what you guys are saying. Cause like as a parent of four teenagers, I, man, (laughs) it's just, I I love that you guys are, you know, you are partnering with parents. That's the goal. And Mm -hmm. talking about the family ministry, you're partnering parents, you're, you're reinforcing what they're teaching at home. And I, I've always said like Bethlehem has helped me raise my kids Mm -hmm. because they've gone to church here uh, since they were little. And so, I mean, everyone from Mandy Spittler to, uh, to Spencer, we call him uncle. Uncle Spencer, because oh, yeah. He's, yeah. he's helped, you know, they've helped raise our kids in the faith and they're reinforcing what they're learning at home. Right. But it is that it's surrounding them with, you know, those guiding principles yeah. that yeah. you guys, uh, this, which is so important. And I just want to hug both of y'all for saying <laughs> that. So, and I will I say this, just to, just to kind of touch both sides, as much as like we love that aspect as well, where, mm-hmm. like, where it does click, like I was saying earlier somewhat, um, sometimes it's not what they're learning at home. Right. We're not reinforcing right. what, what's at home. Sure. But what's really cool for me there is that we can have this, the, the relationship that we have made, the relationship that we've intentionally, that we talked about, right. cultivated for that student of openness, of honesty, of trust. What's cool is even with those students, we're learning things to where, we can help maybe mend mm. that relationship yeah. or not. And, and not to say uh, that that's how always how it works, sure. but it's cool to see that through relationships that I've seen Kelsey have, those girls go away 
bright. Yeah. They go with away hope. with the light. Mm-hmm. And so when they take that light into their homes, though it may dwindle over time, mm-hmm. every Wednesday if they're coming, they're getting refreshed. Every Sunday they come to get refreshed. And maybe this is the place where they are feeling refreshed. This is the yeah. place they feel more at home here than they do at home. What's really cool is those moments of they go home and they're they're shining bright for Jesus. They have this light about them. And we've seen it, maybe not a, a whole, whole, whole lot, mm-hmm. but we've seen it to where all of a sudden, hey, how are you doing? My name is Daniel. What, what, you know, oh, I'm such and such mom. Yeah. What? You're here? You're here? Yeah. Like, and then we see this relationship blossom and bloom and and uh mom comes to know the lord or dad comes to know the lord and so and, cool. and though that is the harder road yeah. yeah that is a for a child to lead the family that is yeah. tough to, yeah. and that's not what their job was right. but we know that that is a reality in our world today and but that's, that that's yeah. a Even sweet in moment. That, though, that's a really sweet moment there are moments that the Lord redeems families in that way, you know, just from, again, the two hours on Wednesday, the two hours on Sunday that a student spends with us Mm -hmm. could change the life of mom or dad, could change the life of a sibling. And that's what it's about, you know? And so, yeah, I just love, I love those stories as well. That's awesome. I love that. uh, Yeah. That's that's such a great um, perspective too, Daniel, that you gave that, you know, not everybody has that at home, you know? And so then to, uh, I, I, I kind of leads us to our next question, like, um, you know, what are some of the challenges that you guys face as student ministers? How is it different, would you say, like, you know, now, talking yeah. about now, what would you like, you know, kind of parents to know? How has it changed from 10, 20 years yeah. ago? It's um, definitely changed since they were in school. Oh, absolutely. And it's yeah. definitely yeah. changed since we were in school. Yeah. I wouldn't, I mean, obviously, I didn't really know student ministry, you know, 10, 20 years ago, mm-hmm. but it is... We talk about it everywhere in yeah. all kinds of Barna studies and meetings we have at churches, just how inundated mm-hmm. they are with like access to the internet, yeah. social media. Like they just have, I think the biggest thing that I've seen in students, um, even in the last year, in the last six months, they have access an incredible amount of access to all types of worldviews. Yeah. Just all of them. Yeah. And like whatever. Back in my day, I had to look that up in an encyclopedia. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yes. You know, we didn't have internet. It took a lot of work. We had cell phones that kind of looked like bricks. Yeah. Like, and if someone got on the phone, it was a whole deal. Yeah. But they do. And it's just interesting, you know, talking to high school girls or even middle school girls at this point, you know, the social media influencers or the celebrities that they follow. Yeah. A lot of times when they post something on social media or they say something to just media in general, that is truth for them. Mm -hmm. For these students who aren't in church, don't read the Bible, don't have parents that care about that sort of thing. Yeah. That's truth to them, whatever. And, and it, crazy things come out of people's mouths, you know? And so it's just scary to think about whatever they say could be truth to a student. And so I think that's our biggest challenge is telling them, no, I know you heard this from so-and-so famous person that I probably don't even know who they are, Mm -hmm. but this is what the Bible says about it. This is what Jesus 2,000 years ago had Mm -hmm. to say about it, and it's still applicable. It's still true. There was no 
the future wasn't a guessing game for God. You know, he knew that you were going to encounter this and that's why he said this. Mm -hmm. And that's why this Mm -hmm. is true about this story. Um, That's so good, Kelsey. I think that's the biggest, biggest challenge. They just have access to a lot and it's hard to battle that. Um, with actual truth sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah. And just even the the ability um, or the tug of war that we're playing, not with just, you know, what Kelsey's saying is the biggest one. It's the main one. Yeah. Uh, it's it's what is being said on those screens. It's right. what's being said yeah. on those apps. Um, but at like the baseline and just the simplicity of it, it's just the phone itself. It's just the ability. It, it's just the screen itself because... What we have seen uh, in students and what, like she's saying, since we've really been in it, it's, it's, they'll come into a room for an hour, Mm -hmm. but for 45 minutes of that, they'll just look at the, they may not even be doing anything. They may not even be on Snapchat or on Instagram. They're just scrolling around. And and I'm Mm -hmm. guilty of that too, because I think it started with our generation. Like Mm -hmm. we were the firstborns of the the iPhone and things like that. And it's just gotten, more advanced, more advanced. And there is a line there to walk because reality is if you take away my phone or if you take away Kelsey, like it is hard to, like we have come to a uh, reliance on it, but that line to walk on like how I use my phone and how I Mm -hmm. use the internet is getting smaller and smaller. But again, I think the, the, just the bare necessities of that problem is the fact that they have it. It's the fact that they're yeah. just so, or we even yeah. are just so addicted yeah. to looking down to, I mean, I'll find myself doing something. I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. Yeah. It's almost Why like a reflex. I, it, yeah, really it, it really is. And, and so just pulling them away from that. Between, you go, yeah. I think that's the difference between us and students is that for the most part, mm. as adults, we have a foundation yeah. of yeah. truth. You know, if we're going to go back to that, we have mm-hmm. a foundation of truth of what's acceptable, what's okay. Because I know when I've been on my phone too much. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know that a 12 year old has that, you know, in the back of their mind, like, oh, I should put my phone down. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think for us, the challenge is setting that foundation and yeah. saying, and they don't. Like, you don't always need to be on your phone. Like, I realize that's what culture is and everyone is, and that's a thing. But, I mean, yeah, that's But from when we grew up, it was, I had the internet, I had a desktop, I had games that I could do, Mm -hmm. but they were at home. Yeah. Yeah. Like, when I went to church, I didn't have it. Yes, when I went back, could I get on the internet? Could I learn those things? For sure. For us, they constantly Mm -hmm. have the ability. And so one of the things, I'll say this, I'll take some time, on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go for it. One of the things that me and Kelsey are really passionate about is that divide mm-hmm. yeah. is with students, um, is with students on a Wednesday night for at least for high school, what, what we're over is every Wednesday when I get up on stage or when Kelsey teaches or, and we're coaching up our, and, um, our other teachers to do this, it's, <clears throat> Hey, take a moment to tell them, put, your phone yeah. away. Mm. You do not need it. They're like, oh, well, I'm using the Bible app. No, 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 no. The verses will be on screen slash we're really encouraging what we want to see in Bethlehem students is we want to see a Bible, a physical yeah. oh, paper wow. yeah. Bible. Bring it back. Game changer. <laughs> yeah. uh, because, um, and I talked about this a couple weeks ago, you know, that Bible, that 
feel like where I'm filmed, but y'all can only hear me. Y'all can't see me. <laughs> um, that Bible, it doesn't have Wi-Fi. It doesn't have access, but it has what you need. So yeah. if you're like, well, I'm using my Bible app. I'm like, no, just use your Bible. Like mm-hmm, that's what, because mm-hmm. if I don't trust myself to use just you version and the Bible app and things and not get on Instagram, yeah. then I, I really don't trust trust y'all. So use your Bible, like bring your Bible, bring the word of God pa- in paper. And, and the big thing for us is if, if, and I've told our students, if you don't have that, then you need to come talk to me. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like, if there's something that I, that if we could put in the hands, in your hands, it would be the word of God that we want to do. That's yeah. awesome. That's really countercultural too. It is. You it guys. really is. So that's, that's really cool. Yeah. So what is something that you would like parents to know and how can they help their their teenagers or students at home? Like what is the number one piece of advice that you would give parents to help them? Yeah, so we touched on this a little earlier, but the biggest thing we want parents to know is that we're on your team. Yeah. That we're not um, – we are not going to agree with your student every time in the manner of like, well, my mom said this. Well, man, she is just wrong. Like <laughs> she should not have told you that you couldn't be on Instagram. No, that's not, that's definitely not what we're going to do because yeah. we're going to be on your team of like what Kelsey said is we want to, we want to be the echo and the mm-hmm. megaphone of right. what you are saying at right. home. Like right. if you're saying that they need to do this, they're going to come to us and this is in and, and some with the, <laughs> some with our students it's that mom dad relationship yeah. where like mom said this oh i'm going to go to dad yep. well it's yeah. like yeah. my Good parents cop, said cop. this exactly. yeah it's like my parents said this well i'm going to go to pastor daniel and miss kelsey like and see what they say <laughs> but no we want parents to know that we're we're on your team and if yeah. you ever feel like we're not our door is open mm-hmm. our door and if you if there's ever anything that we can help you with our door is open because we see this ministry not as specifically students we see it as a family ministry yeah. in the manner of we want to partner with them we want to be uh, an echo for them yeah. um and and we tell our students that yeah. we tell our students so if we're ever on a one-on-one or whatnot they said hey i really need to tell you something we we preference that whole conversation by saying this hey if you're about to tell me something that is dealing with this, 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 you need to know mm-hmm. mom and dad are going to find gonna out. To, I'm yeah. going to I'm gonna yeah. go to mom and dad because I love you, mm-hmm. because I want to take care of you, and because they love you and want to take yeah. care of you. And it's the biblical commandment. so cool because we just did the podcast with uh, Pastor Joel and his father-in-law on uh, fathers, yeah. honoring your fathers. Yeah. And that's the scripture that they talked about it, that comes with a blessing, honor your father and yeah. your mother. Mm-hmm. For, and it will go well with you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that's you guys are upholding that and, and uh, teaching that to— your yeah. students. Yeah, so that's so. what we want parents to know. Uh, I think to help us, it's it's don't let don't let the Bible or Jesus end at these doors. Mm-hmm. When they when they leave Wednesday night, don't ask them ask them what they learned. Yeah. Don't let them walk into the house and just go back to doing homework. Or go, homework's important. <laughs> but don't don't let it just be another thing. Don't let them come and go and let one thing go in and uh, in one year and out the other. Talk to them. What mm. did you learn? What was your favorite thing to like have a sit down in a sense of where whether it's at dinner or breakfast the next morning. Don't let it uh as much as we're partnering with you, partner yeah, with us yeah, in the yeah, manner absolutely. of don't allow this conversation to end um when they walk out these doors. Yeah. yeah. I would I, add to a lot of times talking to teenagers, you feel like they are not even listening. Yeah. They're nodding. They're <laughs> saying, yeah, and they're moving yeah. on. Um, 
But yeah, I would just say, Daniel said it, just don't give up having that conversation or encouraging them or telling them what actual truth is. Yeah. Because one of these days, they're going to remember it. That's right. And it's going to be important to them. And it's going to be that much more important that it came from mom or that it came from Mm -hmm. dad. Yeah. Um, That's such encouragement for parents. Don't grow weary in doing good. Yeah. That's that's good. Because it's hard. Yeah. I I don't have a teenager, but... I talk to them a lot, and sometimes they don't listen, you know? <laughs> That's true. Yes. So what are some—you uh, guys, summertime is is kind of a tricky time for teenagers and, and, and students because, you know, they have a little more unstructured time, mm-hmm. and it, it can be a challenge. So yeah, for sure. I've seen, since you guys have been on staff, it's really cool to see all the, the fun things and the structure and a lot of the plans that you that we have here yeah. for students um, over the summer. So talk about some of the fun things that uh, that you've done and that you're, you're going to be doing with students for the summer. Yeah, we just went to camp, which it's—I'm going to say this is going to sound weird, but— Post-camp, the week or weeks post-camp is huge for student ministry yeah. ministry to, like, capitalize on, yeah. quote-unquote, mm-hmm. just because those students who just went and just experienced God are coming back. They're hungry for it. They want to be there. They yes. want to be there with their friends. They want to invite yeah. their friends. There's a camp high for sure. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so it's been huge for us to just say, let's hang out with them. You know, yeah. we have— themed out Wednesday nights that are happening in July, which some are kind of strange, but I feel like it works with student ministry. Like the stranger you are, the more people want to be there. Random. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So we have like America night. We're going to dress up red, white, and blue. That's what I hear. Yeah, man. Yeah. We're going to have a watermelon Um, eating contest that night. We're going to, I think we're doing like Little Debbie's Mm -hmm. or something like red, white, and blue Little Debbie's. Just an opportunity. Like you said, summer is kind of weird for students Mm -hmm. and they have an opportunity to go do a lot of things. Right. And we want this to be exciting enough for them to be like, not only am I going to go, but I have two friends that aren't doing anything Mm -hmm. and they could come to and hear about God and have fun, you know. And with that partnership with parents, we know that mom and dad are looking for yeah. looking <laughs> for stuff break. for them to do. And then so. inside all day, let them like they yeah. need to go do something. Yeah. So, so yeah, we have uh, American Night coming up. Uh, skate day. Skate, skate day. Yeah. Tomorrow. Twelfth. Yeah. Yep. Um, we're yeah we're going to Athens Skate Inn. Uh, that should be a lot of fun. We rented it out for a few hours, mm-hmm. and awesome. uh, we're going to see some people fall. We're going to see some people. <laughs> I will be one of those yep, people that uh, falls for sure. But then we have uh, one of my favorites that we we we're going to be doing here is Christmas in July. Awesome! So we're going to get out our Christmas sweaters. We're going to Christmas can't be here fast enough. Right. I know, right? So I love Christmas in July because it's like it's like I feel like it's what Christmas in like Hawaii would be like in yeah. a sense. Hawaiian but Christmas, yeah. yeah, and then we got uh, we got Water Wars. Uh, okay. where we're going to go out to the fields and. Uh, Which I'm not from Georgia, but I hear it will be hot here yeah, in yeah. July. Yeah, so that's oh perfect. Yes. So yeah, yes. we're gonna do we're gonna do some battling of that, and then before you know it, kids, school Don't will be Don't here. Don't say it. Oh yes, my it will be. It will be. I'm pretty sure Target the other day even was already putting up school like their supplies. school I know, supplies. It's yeah. June. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. Yeah. Well. So, we appreciate you guys so much for all that you're doing for our students. And I also, so what, what is on the horizon for the Shadracks? For what, the Shadracks? Yeah. What's, uh, what, tell us, tell <laughs> yeah, our listeners so, a little bit of the good news. Yeah. So life has been crazy for us. Um, 
A lot of new. Like a lot of new. Yeah. So we yeah. actually, uh, we moved, obviously. We moved states, obviously, mm-hmm. in jobs. We both took different new jobs of working together now. So that's been fun. Mm-hmm. We got um, a house. We bought our first house, awesome. which is a- Congratulations. Which is a 1924 farmhouse somewhat. Mm-hmm. Cool. It was remodeled, but it's still it's still old house. So there's mm-hmm. still some- some things that oh we're gosh. getting used to. We have to. a puppy in the house. Yeah. We bought a puppy, like a brand new <laughs> puppy. So he's still learning to be potty trained a little and things like that. He's just full of energy. His name's Tex. He's a golden doodle. Um, and finally, we, finally, yeah. <laughs> finally, what Saving we the wanted. best for last. Uh, we found out that we are expecting our first child. Woo-hoo! So yeah, we're yeah. gonna be moms and mom and dad, mom and dad, mom and dad mom and Chadrack. Dad. Oh yeah. <laughs> so um, I want to tell. We're, so we're gonna have a little fun with our listeners. Okay. We um we want our listeners. If you want to um help name baby Shadrach. Oh gosh. Yeah. Give us, drop For us sure. a comment. Yeah, yeah, Give yeah, us yeah. your best name because Shadrach is a yeah. pretty cool last name. Yeah. I have to say. It is so, crazy. So you got to think but of Matthew like, Taylor, you're not allowed Taylor, to comment no. on this. Okay. You cannot Matthew, submit any A names. resident Matthew. <laughs> Ma- a resident <laughs> Matthew. He can't participate. Yep. He's already called so. himself Uncle Matt. So... <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So yeah, if you have an yeah. epic baby name for baby Shadrach, yeah. so we don't know the gender yet, not yet, yet. Uh, not not yet. yet but so but, girls and boy names, yeah, throw them out jo- there. Drop a comment. Leave us a leave us an epic name that will go with with uh, Shadrach. So and if we pick it, I'll take you to dinner. Oh yes, <laughs> yeah. There you yeah, go. There you go. I'll take you to I'm dinner. I'm just curious how many like Meshacks we're gonna get. <laughs> oh you for know? sure, yeah. for sure. Well, guys, thank you so much. And I also want to let our listeners know that if they want to contact you, if they have any questions about our high school ministry, student ministry, that they can email Kelsey at BethlehemChurch.us. Yes. And Daniel at BethlehemChurch.us. And those email addresses will be in our information there in uh, in this post. So... Guys, thank you so much no, for your thank time. Thank you for having and us. This was yeah. a blast, and we appreciate you and all you do here at Bethlehem. Absolutely. Thank yes, you. Ma'am. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time on Beyond Sunday.